What's happening, everybody? All one of you, <laughs> all three of you. Um, as you can see, my amazing co-host, National Geographic, is not here tonight. And that's okay. Um, we miss him a lot, but we know he'll be back. So you guys got me tonight. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. Um, man, uh, where to begin? So... I actually, uh, Matt and I both were in Las Vegas recently for a car event, and we had planned to do um, the Haunted Museum tour, the Zach Baggins Haunted Museum tour um, together, but we didn't make reservations, and we didn't have enough time to do it before Matt could potentially miss his flight. So, unfortunately, Matt did not attend the tour with me. But I brought my dad. Now, my dad has a paranormal experience, and uh, he believes in it. You know, he's he believes in the paranormal. He's experienced it, and uh, I haven't. I haven't. But I think something may have happened to me at this museum. Now, I'm a skeptical believer, so unless I see something, I'm not going to believe. I'm not going to believe much, right? And with an attraction like this museum, I didn't know what was intended to be like a jump scare or what was intended like your senses are all over the place in this museum. Okay, so my dad and I set a set a seven o'clock um, reservation. We get to this place, we wait in line and uh, they're kind of prepping you. It's a pretty... It's a pretty interesting place because it's right dab, like smack dab in Las Vegas. It's not like way on the outskirts of town. It's like on the north end of uh, the strip, um, almost to downtown Las Vegas. And it's huge. And next door, there's this all black house with like gargoyles and stuff. I guess that's Zach's office where he edits the videos and stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. What's up, guys, in the chat? Uh, so we're waiting in line and they're playing all these creepy videos and stuff on the TV screens on the wall outside. And I'm trying to figure out how I can get a camera inside this place because they say, you know, no cell phones, um, no videos, no photos. So my dumbass, <laughs> I go, you know what? I'm going to sneak a hidden camera in this place. And, uh, allegedly I did. <laughs> so I live streamed the whole tour. Um, the idea was because they watch you with your phone and I had already been doing some live stuff and I was like, oh, there's security cameras everywhere. And my dad <laughs> waves to the security camera, like thinking he's funny. And I'm like, dad, why the f would you wave at the camera when I'm trying to be sneaky? <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, sorry. And I was like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. I was like, dad, you're going to slip me your phone. So when we go inside. And they say, all right, everybody, turn off your phones. I'm going to pull out your phone and turn it off. And they're not going to know a damn thing about the phone that I have that's recording the whole thing live. So <laughs> I uh, I get into the... So when we're waiting in line, the security kid, I was like, you know, well, what's it going to hurt to talk to this guy and see if he's seen anything crazy? And apparently he's had an experience. It seems like everybody that works at this place has had an experience coincidence maybe <laughs> but this guy was telling me that um he was there one night just doing like security work on one of the nights it was closed and he went out to his car and he had three knocks on his car window and nobody was there i thought that was interesting um other people have claimed to see you know shadows things like that nothing crazy but um i get my camera going i put it in my pocket now for any of you that managed to see the video, it was garbage. <laughs> I really tried to keep it as hidden as possible, but uh, I had it in my pocket sticking out. And every time I thought somebody might have been getting wise to what I was doing, I kind of moved the moved the my jacket over the camera. And after reviewing some of the footage, I was like, ah, this is kind of garbage. But it caught a couple funny things. Um, I actually did have a jump scare. There was a, a moment, and I'll go back to the beginning here in a second, but there was a moment where you're in this room and there's like 30 rooms in this place. So I'm having a hard time remembering a lot of them, but uh, I'll try to get um, a detailed description of every single room that I remember. Uh, 
but we're in this room that has a lot of like Hollywood related um, artifacts, uh, including the uh, propylol propylol uh, chair that Michael Jackson had next to his bed um, that actually has stains from Michael's makeup on it. But it was the chair in the room of his death that was actually there. So I'm looking at some of these artifacts and there's like a little platform and I didn't realize that there was a door right next to me and the damn tour guide. They like put you in these rooms, shut the door, let you experience it for a minute. And then they come in and explain some stuff. Well, she pops out of this curtain, scares the shit out of me. And it's on. It was on camera. So I delete. I deleted the video because I was afraid I was going to get sued. <laughs> um, I may try to retrieve it, but I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Um, a lot of the footage is garbage, but I really want to go back and look because I did have a couple of experiences. Um, and I'm still thinking about what happened now because I'm like, all right, was that real? Did that really happen? Um, two of them were physical and one was visual. So I guess we'll just start from the beginning. So we go into this place. And it's got a it's got a weird vibe at first. So I start talking to some of the employees and stuff and trying to get an idea of what we're working with here. And all the employees have like a little bit of a, I don't know, gothic like style to them. And I think that was intentional. But um, again, we're standing in this. Whoops, we're standing in this lobby and there's a curtain right next to the ticket booth. Right. So I'm sitting there and I don't even think anything of it. I just think it's like decorative. And I'm sitting there just waiting, waiting, waiting. And all of a sudden, one of the tour guides pops out of this thing, scares the shit out of me. So that was one jump scare. Um, she wasn't totally, she wasn't trying to scare me at all. It just totally caught me off guard. Um, but everybody gets their passes and stuff. And I got the RIP pass, which allows you to go to some places that are uh, designated off limits to the regular tour. Okay. Um, including the basement where satanic rituals were said to have taken place because there's a pentagram on the ground. Um and uh so it's time for the tour we go in and the first room we go into once you go into this house they set the mood really well super creepy but i'm going in with an open mind and i'm like i'm not going to let anything influence you know and i i know matt thinks that i'm just going to be scared scared shitless in some of these places (laughs) i went in there like almost with a humorous attitude about it like let's see what this museum's all about you know so we go in the first room and the tour guide's kind of talking and I'm kind of I'm kind of hanging back because there's this creepy hallway. And in my mind, I'm thinking if anything's going to be seen, it's probably going to be seen, you know, behind the group. So I'm kind of I'm kind of hanging back, looking down into this hallway, just seeing if I see anything. Right. And I'm completely sober. I made sure I was completely sober when I did this. Um, didn't see anything. Um, but in that room, in that first room, there was a super creepy display of um church of satan stuff like a satanic bible and some artifacts from anton LaVey. i thought that was pretty creepy um but uh overall i'm just kind of taking everything in. there's a lot of stuff to look at uh so much stuff in fact that it was kind of criminal that they moved us room to room because i didn't feel like i could see everything in each one of these rooms um which just at the end of the day i was like i'm gonna have to go back with matt um but that's uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit. So we start making our way through the museum and, you know, lots of cool artifacts. Uh, but I'm not really scared. You know, I'm, I'm wanting to be scared. I'm like, I, I, I like that feeling of being scared, that adrenaline. But I'm just not feeling it, you know, and they have little things that the RIP guests can do. And uh, it's uh, it's funny how in each one of these rooms. They set the mood. And I noticed that each one of these rooms has a unique smell to it. And I'm thinking to myself, they're pumping smells into this place, like different smells, I think. Um, I can't imagine it's just the artifacts that are smelling. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, there's clowns everywhere, haunted objects, and it just sets off this creepy vibe. So I can see why some people are experiencing weird things, because they're setting the mood perfectly for it. Um I would imagine if it wasn't a tour and you were in there by yourself or with a small group of people doing an investigation, I could see how this place could play tricks on you. Okay. So we're going through and I'm just kind of zip through it real quick here. Um, a lot, a lot of the rooms, uh, had like a theme, 
So the first room was kind of random stuff in Zach's collection or whatever. Um, then you go into a room that's like a funeral parlor and there's legitimate dead bodies and human skulls everywhere <clears throat> of legitimately dead people. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's kind of creepy, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm just taking it in and uh, I'm kind of looking in the corners and the shadows, you know, hoping to see something, you know, anything, a shadow, something, but I'm also keeping my mind open. Like, you know, this is a, an attraction, you know, and it wouldn't be selling tickets if nothing crazy happened. So I'm like, I wonder if they, they fake anything. You know that? That was weird. Uh, that's honestly what I was thinking. <clears throat> so I'm like keeping my, you know, I'm being super like my senses are heightened, you know, and I'm like looking around and just kind of getting a vibe and I'm looking at the people in the tour and I'm trying to see if there's a plant, you know, I'm starting to get a little paranoid here. I'm like, I wonder if they plant people in this thing to like orchestrate some fakery, <clears throat> but to make a long story short, I didn't see any evidence of anybody being fake in the crowd. Um, the tour guides do a good job of explaining the artifacts and stuff. And the funeral room is pretty cool. There was also uh, the Jack Kevorkian Dr. Death, the the van. Um, that was cool because you're looking at this van, <clears throat> this VW bus, and people legitimately died in it. So that sets off a creepy vibe, too. But uh, again, nothing paranormal that I'm experiencing. I'm just taking it all in. Then you see, um, and I don't know if this is the exact order, because like I said, my, my mind was kind of going all over the place because I'm waiting for there to be some sort of jump scare, like orchestrated, you know, to scare the people. Um, wasn't experiencing anything like that, but they also prep you as you're, as you're standing there waiting in line, they're showing on the big screen um, videos of people that have actually had experiences and some people have passed out. Some people have just gotten random bloody noses, um, which was kind of funny because I get random bloody noses. So I was like, oh, great. I could just imagine me looking at some haunted doll and <laughs> start getting a bloody nose or something. Right. So I'm a little paranoid. But uh, you go into a room that was, um, I believe, set up by one of the um, set set designers of American Horror Story, I think. And it was Ed Gein's room. And it's like set up like a barn. And the cauldron that he used to, like, boil people <laughs> was in there, which was creepy. Um, again, and the shovel that he used <laughs> was to dig up the graves and the bodies um, was hanging up. So it was creepy, right? And, of course, it's got a weird smell in this room. All these rooms had weird smells. <clears throat> but uh, as you go around, you see all these creepy rooms. And I guess uh, I guess we'll get to my first experience. So... There's a, for the RIP, the special, the special people that paid more, you can go into this basement and it's where satanic rituals have taken place. There's a pentagram drawn on the floor. It's a super small basement room. It's super creepy, but um, they give us the story and say that Jenna Jameson, the famous porn star actually lived in this house and her brother has memories of people in robes and like people basically getting sacrificed, right? So it's a crazy story. But they do have proof that they actually lived in this house. So I thought that was crazy. Um, but they go, okay, well, now they tell us this creepy story about satanic rituals. And they say, well, now our RIP guests can go into the basement, right? I'm trying to be the first one in. But this Mexican chick, <laughs> she was first one. She was first one at the gate ready to go down into this basement. I'm behind her. And then whoever else comes down is behind us. So we start going down. And I can tell she's a little bit timid. Right. And you get down in this thing and it's a creepy, dark corridor and they've set it up perfectly with the right amount of lighting and ambiance. This creepy as fuck. OK, so we're walking, we're walking in and then you turn this corner and there's a super creepy hallway. And she turned to me and she said, I don't I don't feel right about this. You go first. So me being the gangster that I am, <laughs> I go, OK, yeah, no problem. So I start walking in there and I'm I don't want to say I'm cocky, but I'm like. I know nothing's going to jump out at me at this point. Cause I'm like, I've been through par enough of the tour where I'm like, okay, I don't think there's any jump scares here. I think it's just, they're letting the creepiness of the place and the artifacts get to you. Um, again, they're setting the ambiance with the, the lighting and the smells. And I walk into this chamber that's got a spirit box. And as you're walking, as you walk down the stairs, you can hear it going. Ch -ch 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 -ch. 
So you get closer to this room and the spirit box is louder and they got that volume set on high. So you walk in there and it's like almost disorienting. Right. So I walk right up to the spirit box and uh, <laughs> this is where I probably and this is what probably if anything, if anything really happened to me, I can almost see why. And it started off in this basement because I walk up to the spirit box and I say, say something, you motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I realize as soon as I said it, I was like, probably not the smartest thing. And then so I said it again. <laughs> I said, say something. Talk to me, you motherfucker. And uh, I see the pentagram on the floor and some weird altar and shit. They got a lot of satanic imagery around and all these weird symbols. And uh, now I'm paranoid because I was like, why did you why did you say that? Why did you say it like that? <laughs> like, what are we trying to do here, Chris? I was trying to provoke because at this point, I really want to see something. But uh, nothing happened. I didn't hear anything in the spirit box. So circle around, walk my way out. Um, again, super creepy. The vibe of the place is just absolutely uh, ridiculous, right? So I get to the top of the stairs, and this is about where my first experience happens. In that same hallway, when you get to the top of the stairs, there's a small little room to the left, and it's where um, Bella Lugosi's mirror is, the guy who played Dracula, right? And there's some stories attached to the mirror, I didn't even really pay attention to the stories. I just wanted to see this mirror because I heard that if you look in this mirror, you can see black shadows. Some people have passed out. Again, I go in there. My dad's kind of next to me. And I'm looking in the mirror and I see myself. And I start making faces, like stupid faces. Like, ah, you know, and I'm like, this is fucking horse shit, right? <laughs> Thinking, what a stupid exhibit, okay? I turn away from the mirror. And this is crazy. I can't even believe this happened. All of a sudden, not on the outside of my throat, but on the inside of my throat, like internally, I can feel my throat starting to close. Like somebody is choking me from the inside. And as I'm walking out of this room, it's getting tighter and tighter. And I'm like, and I'm almost struggling to breathe. Okay. And this is no bullshit. I'm being 100% honest here. So I step out of the room and I, I look at my dad and I go, dad, something's choking me. And my dad's like, my dad's kind of, he's already tired of this bullshit tour. I don't know if he was acting funny because he he's a very impatient person. And the tour was starting to take a long time because it's like a two hour tour, right? And I'm like, dad, something is choking me. And he goes, are you serious? And I say, yes, I'm dead fucking serious right now. And the tour guides tell you if you start to experience anything to let them know. So I see the tour guide and I start to walk over to her and then I feel <laughs> whatever it is like release its grip. Now, I don't feel a hand on my throat. This is all internal, but it feels like my windpipe is getting slowly um, cut off. And as soon as I start walking over to the lady, it starts to loosen up exactly the same way that it constricted. Right. So I'm like. I don't want to tell her that I just had an experience, but I asked her and I eventually did. I said, has anybody ever talked about getting choked? <laughs> and she was like, no, no. And I was like, that's crazy because I was in there kind of provoking a little bit. And as I walked out, I felt something start constricting the inside of my throat. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, that's that's weird. And uh, by this time and this all happened within the span of maybe three minutes. By this time, the feeling was completely gone, but on my left hand, it was hanging at my side and it felt like something was putting pressure on these two fingers. So much so that I tried to shake it off and it wasn't going away. And I was like, ah, that's kind of weird, right? And within a matter of a couple minutes, it went away, but uh, it was definitely odd. So those were the first two physical experiences I had. Um, and you'd think I'd be a little bit more creeped out, but I was like, in my head, I'm going, you know, maybe I was making some weird faces and maybe my throat had like a, uh, like a muscle spasm or something in it, you know, and I'm trying to like debunk it. Cause I'm like, oh, ghost is choking me in this fucking museum. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Um, but it's like in my head now. So I'm like, okay, no more provoking, which I said that to myself. Later on, I do some more provoking <laughs> stupid ass. You know what I mean? So like this is getting in my head and I'm like, fuck, did something really fucking choke me? That's weird. Um, and very creepy. 
if something has the ability to choke off your airway, that's scary. Because it almost like it was almost like fucking with me. Like, keep talking shit. And then, uh, you know, so we continue the tour. And uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other exhibits because there was so much. By the end of it, I was I was done about 15 minutes before the tour ended. I was like, all right, I'm done with this place. And I feel like no offense to my dad. But he was kind of ruining it for me because he was getting impatient. He was starting to be kind of an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, you're kind of ruining it for me. Um, and he was kind of being sarcastic and shit, which it, it was funny looking back. <laughs> but uh, at the time, I was kind of frustrated because I was like, Dad, I'm trying to like experience some shit. <laughs> and he's like being impatient. And anyways, we get to this exhibit that's like it's the fun house, right? So this is where I actually saw something. And I'm still struggling with determining what I saw. So the tour guide's talking about this fire, this circus and shit. And I'm really not listening. I'm more about the experience and the vibe and kind of just feeling. And at this point, they have like a fog machine fogging up this room. And uh, that kind of pissed me off because I was like, okay, now you're really fucking with people, right? First, it was the smells. Now it's the damn fog. So I'm, uh, I'm sitting there listening And I'm standing by the stairs because I know that the tour is going to continue on. It's going to go up this little stairway. And I look up the stairs, super creepy, um, very small walkway up these stairs. And then it turns left. And I'm kind of looking up there and I'm like, oh, I know we're going up there. We're going up there next. So I'm going to be first in line. Right. Well, the tour guide, once she does her spiel, she goes, all right, now follow me. And she starts walking up these stairs. Okay, she's probably the stairs. They're not very tall. I wish I counted them so I'd have a better description. But we'll just say it's a 20 set of stairs. And I'm maybe five stairs behind her. So I'm like, you know, only a few feet behind her. Maybe maybe seven feet behind her going up these stairs and everybody else is behind me. She gets to the top of the stairs, turns left. Now I'm right behind her. And there's there's a hallway to the left. So she turns and there's a wall right there for the corner, right? And on the corner, all of a sudden holding the wall like this, like, let me see, like this, a white clown, an all-white clown pops out and goes like that and zooms back, right? Now, that's right in front of me, okay? An all-white clown, not transparent. It looked like an all-white, a person dressed in all-white with white makeup, and uh, I'm kind of getting creeped out thinking about this because it's been messing with my head the whole time because I'm right there, like maybe at this point five feet away. And I see this shit and I'm like, oh, hell no. There's the jump scare I've been waiting for. So I go around the corner super fast. Like if it was a setup, I don't know where that person went. Because as soon as I jotted around the corner, I saw the tour guide and she was still walking. And it's another small hallway. And I'm looking around. I'm like, where's the fucking trap door in this place? I didn't see a trap door. I don't know where that thing person could have went. So I'm like, in my head, I'm going... What did I just fucking see? And in my head, I'm going it, there. That was the jump scare. There was a there's a person here. And I think that it's a setup where the hallway's kind of long. So in my head, I'm like running all these scenarios through my head. I'm like, it must have ran or he or she must have ran ahead of the tour guide, took a right down the next hallway. OK. So I'm like looking around, seeing where the where a trap door could possibly be. But when I turn the corner, it. If there was a trap door, that person is so fast and so quiet, I don't know where they could have went. So I get up to the back of the tour guide and we turn and there's another hallway and there's clowns everywhere, like full size statue clowns. And I'm going, OK, one of these people is the fucking clown, right? None of them are all white. OK, but. Some of them look so lifelike. I'm like, one of these fucking things is going to try to scare me. And I'm like, I'm ready for it. (laughs) Right. And in my head, I'm still going, what the fuck did I, did I see a person? Right. Like I said, it wasn't transparent. It looked like a person in all white, but where the hell did they go? So I'm walking down and I'm like, this hallway is super tight. Like you are right up. Like these clowns are fucking right here. So my senses are (laughs) at an all time high because I'm ready. If they try to scare me, um, nothing tried to scare me. And so the whole time I'm waiting for this jump scare and 
we get out of that section and I'm just like, what the fuck did I see? And I asked the tour guide, I was like, Hey, this, there's a clown back there. Right. <laughs> you know? And she goes, Oh yeah, there's lots of clowns. I go, no, no, no. The all white clown. And she kind of brushed me off and I just dropped it. And ever since then, ever since I left the museum and I've been thinking about my experiences there, I'm like, was it a person that I saw? You know what I mean? I, I, I have no idea. I even went as far as to look on the internet to see if anybody's seen a white clown. And I haven't seen anything. So if you want to do some research for me and go see if anybody saw a white clown trying to jump scare him or try to peek around a corner and scare him, let me know. Because that will solidify the fact that it was bullshit and it was somebody in a costume. Other than that, because I'm thinking to myself, why not Why not have like a red nose and shit and like the colorful clown outfit? All white. Super weird. And I'm just not... I'm not okay with what I saw because I don't know if it was real um, as far as a human or if it was like a ghost or something. Um, but it was so lifelike. And the fact that I shot around that corner so quick, whoever it was had to have been fast as fuck. And wherever that trap door is, it's got to be quiet. And this is ha has to be rehearsed. And it's almost like whoever's that first person up the stairs. It's almost like a setup for them. And I don't know if they were expecting the person to like turn around and be like, holy shit, did you guys see that? But I kept quiet about it, except for to the tour guide. I didn't say anything to anybody else on the tour, not even my dad, until we left. So the other exhibit, nothing else happened to me. That was the last thing that happened to me. But the other exhibits, pretty cool. There's the Dybbuk box, which is like, um, it's supposed to house a demon. And it's supposed to be the most haunted object on the planet or whatever. I didn't. I didn't experience anything there. I didn't even, it didn't even feel that creepy to me. Um, one of the other exhibits was also from the demon house. It had the stairs and some artifacts that they think were used in a ritual. And even the dirt from the basement floor of this demon house, um, which is a crazy story because not only did the police, but social services went to this place because these children were allegedly possessed. And one of the social service workers says she saw this child walk backwards up a wall. So that was, it was a creepy story. Um, and they had the the staircase and the door from the place. I didn't feel anything there. Um, they had a really cool serial killer, uh, serial, serial killer exhibit um, with like artifacts from famous serial killers like John Wayne Gacy, uh, Charles Manson, Ted Bundy. Um, just some creepy shit, right? Um, didn't feel anything creepy other than, fuck, that mask was worn to kill somebody, you know, shit like that. Um uh, there was another exhibit for the RIP people that you get to go in and it's like a tort, a bed where people were tortured and there's actual fecal matter on the bed from where these poor bastards were sodomized and tortured to death. Uh, super creepy. But again, I didn't feel anything paranormal. Um, gosh, what were we, Oh, Peggy, the doll. This is the other provoke. <laughs> this is the other time I provoked. So they get you all prepped up about Peggy the doll, which a lot of people have had negative experiences with. So we go into the Peggy the doll room and they say, you know, you got to be respectful to Peggy. You got to say, you know, hello, Peggy. And then to close the door, you got to say goodbye, Peggy. And I'm going, fuck Peggy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we're walking through and I look Peggy right in the eye. This is a doll that's supposed to make people bleed and shit. <laughs> And at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I, I want to I experience something for real, right? Stupid on my part. So I go, <laughs> I lean into Peggy and I go, fuck you, bitch, you fucking cunt. <laughs> like real nasty shit. And then I say, see you later, bitch. And I walk out, right? And I'm thinking to myself, that might have not, that might not have been a good idea, Chris. Um, funny enough, I'm telling a story to one of my coworkers at work. And uh, he shakes his head at me like I'm stupid. And then I see him a little bit later and he goes, hey, dude, how crazy would it be if your daughter was in a room? My daughter's three and she was talking to a doll. She's like, daddy, come talk to Peggy. And I was like, why did you say that, dude? Now I'm fucking creeped out. <laughs> but nothing like that has happened. I didn't experience any. They say that people have experienced nightmares and bad luck and things like that from talking shit. I didn't experience anything like that. Um. Peggy was probably like, you don't want none of this, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many assholes like me went through there and provoked? Now, I did learn a lesson. I'm never going to go provoking spirits like that again. Um, because I did think about that. I was like, wow, shit. You know, what's the worst way to hurt me? Not me. 
<laughs> to hurt somebody I know or love. You know what I mean? That would be awful. So I learned my lesson there. Um, and I did say a prayer. <laughs> so uh, lesson learned there. Um, never going to provoke like that again, especially when you're talking about a demonic entity. Um, but uh, I, uh, I'm i trying to think of anything else that was really impactful while I was there. There was a lot of exhibits. If you're in Las Vegas and you're into the paranormal and kind of weird shit, definitely go check out Zach Baggins, The Haunted Museum. It was a, a fun attraction, a little expensive, but they gave me this cool shirt when it was all said and done. Um, but uh, I reviewed some of the footage. I tried to find the clown, but uh, unfortunately, you couldn't see anything, which is kind of a bummer. I'm going to try to I deleted the video because I didn't want to get sued. But now I want to see if I can retrieve it. And uh, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'll see if there's a way. But I. um I'm really curious to go back through the footage. Like I said, I only had three experiences, the hand, the throat, and um, the uh, clown. Um, the most disturbing for me, funny enough, was the clown, because in my head, I really want to know if it was really a person or if I saw an, a ghost, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or a demon, could you imagine? Um, but yeah, that clown, man, fuck. That was that really fucked with my head. The throat thing, I was like, it could have been my uh, a strained muscle from making funny faces at this mirror. So I really can't say whether or not that was paranormal. So for now, I'm going to go ahead and just disregard both of the physical things that I experienced. Um, although they did happen, and I, I guess I could say, well, yeah, something choked me. I'm not going to. Um, if that happens ever again, <laughs> you know. That might be a different story. Maybe if I go back to this museum, they'll remember me, you know, which I would like to go back with Matt. They have a flashlight ghost hunt, basically, where you go in there with flashlights and shit, and you can go to certain areas of the museum and check it out and kind of do an investigation. So I would like to do that. But, uh, you know, overall, my experience at the Haunted Museum, I, I thought it was fun. Um, I would definitely recommend it, uh, and I would definitely do it again. Um and this time, once again, I'm going to be at the front of that line when we walk up those stairs. And if something pops out again, I'll know for sure that it was bullshit. Um, yeah, I might call them and just go, hey, look, I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to put some pieces together. It can be our secret. Was there somebody in an all white costume with white face paint <laughs> as a clown? Um, but like I said, I have no proof. Um but, I, you know, I can't sit here and say those were legitimate experiences because I don't know. You know, you're at an attraction in Las Vegas, you know, aside from the physical things that happened to me. Um, I just don't know. So if if nothing else, I'm left with more questions than answers. And I'm left with more curiosity about the paranormal. I was really hoping I would see something to cement my belief. But um, alas, <laughs> nothing, nothing has done it so far. And uh, I don't know, I really, I really, I believe, but I want to experience it for real, you know, and I could regret that. It's a very, very real possibility. Um, if I see a ghost, I might start going to church or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, what a fun, what a fun thing to do. And it's only made me want to go experience more haunted locations. Because um, like I said, the museum... They definitely create the vibe and the mood in the place. So I can see why some people, their anxiety probably just gets the best of them. Because I have anxiety, but I was fine. Um, I may have taken an extra pill that morning. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's just a creepy place. And they do have a lot of creepy artifacts. And um, I don't know. It's just when you put so much death and shit with weird vibes on it in one place you're bound to have some sort of vibe. And I definitely felt it. But um, did I experience the paranormal? I don't know. And that's a that's a tough pill for me to swallow, to be honest, because I, I keep thinking about that clown. And I'm like, if, if that was not a human being, the only two things in my head that they could be, demon, ghost. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, it caught me so off guard that I really, I can't describe the eyes I can only describe what I saw, and it was a white clown. That's it, <laughs> with the 
with the frilly shit around the neck and like the fucking white hair, the bald spot here and the nose, but it was all white. So that's uh that's all I can say. I didn't see any dicks in portals. I didn't see anything like that. Uh but yes. Yes, Lance, fuck around and find out. I did fuck around. Didn't find out yet. Who knows? Um and I just I don't know if they were legit experiences. I really don't. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh man. <laughs> I just like I said, now I'm just more curious than ever. Now I want to go to legit haunted places, spend the night, see what happens, do some real investigations. Um, and I'm sure in a, you know, you're surrounded by people. There's a whole tour group with you. You know what I mean? So maybe that's why I wasn't as creeped out as maybe I should be. So that's why I want to do the, the flashlight tour. You know what I mean? In the dark, less people. Um, that might change the whole thing. But uh, I don't know. I, assuming that something really did choke me. Like I think back to what I was feeling. And it was. Uh, it's just creepy. You know. If it wasn't a muscle contraction for making funny faces. Which I've never had before. <laughs> you know what I mean? That has never happened to me before. So that's one reason why I lean to, I don't know, maybe something was going, hey, you know, fuck around and find out. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it was just a super weird, super weird. But I could see how somebody might panic because I almost started to, you know, my anxiety kind of went up because I was like, if this thing, you know, closes my airway anymore, we're going to have some serious problems here. Like problems like I'm going to have to fucking hit this tour guide and be like, Hey, call an ambulance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but it didn't, it, it le left me enough room to breathe. But if it was, uh, an entity, uh, it definitely let me know, Hey, <laughs> you know, this ain't shit to fuck with. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Um, I just experiencing something like that in a place like that definitely gets your mind thinking. Like, maybe if I wasn't provoking, that never would have happened. You know what I mean? Because I was just in the basement talking shit into the spirit box. You know, I'm saying, talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk to me, you motherfucker. Maybe, maybe it said, I'll talk to you. How about this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, though. I don't know. Um, but that clown, that clown is very unsettling for me. Because I don't, I don't like clowns. I'm not scared of them. But I can understand how they could be super creepy. And I'm just thinking to myself, they really want the extra length that they got an all white clown. You know what I mean? That to me is like, I don't know, <laughs> like perfect, perfect for the situation. Definitely perfect. If it was colored, you know what I mean? Like red and yellow and blue and all that bullshit. I probably would have been like, okay, ha ha ha. But it caught me so off guard. Because I was like, am I really seeing this? And that's why I shot around the corner real quick. Because I was like, I'm going to catch this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah. It makes me wish they would have allowed cameras. You know what I mean? Because then I... Because could you imagine if... Uh, and if my hidden camera had caught it, that would be amazing. Or, better yet, if the camera didn't pick it up and I only saw it. That would be crazy. Um but yeah, I just, uh, I just don't know, man. Gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, I said a little prayer. That's about it. <laughs> um, and hopefully that was enough <laughs> to rid myself of evil spirits. <laughs> um, Lance, Lance says, uh, if you even had one experience, it was worth the admission, I reckon. Yeah, but I just don't know if they were real. I don't know if it was all. In, I mean, I know it wasn't all in my head. I really did feel the thing on my hand and the throat. And I did see an all white clown. So whether those were legit experiences or not. I don't know. I can't say. 
Um, I wish I could sit here and say, fuck, I, I, somebody choked me and somebody grabbed my hand and I saw a fucking apparition. Like I could sit here and play that game all day long and bullshit you guys, but I'm not going to, I don't know what I experienced. I don't know if it was real, but I know that I saw a clown, an all white clown. I felt something choke me and I felt something grab my hand. So it is what it is. <laughs> uh, Dutch guy. Hey, yeah. So it was my birthday yesterday. I'm 38. Dutch guy says I'm 50. Fuck you, Dutch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Scott, someone may have jizzed the clown. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to call it jizz the clown. That's, that's the name of the clown. I saw jizz the clown. <clears throat> that's funny. Um, I was in Vegas for an event called muscle cars at the, at the strip. I'm an ambassador of the event. So I organized, um, a sideshow, uh, speaking of clowns and circuses, I organized a sideshow called Project Cars at the Strip, and I brought my newly acquired 1969 Dodge Dart, um, and it ran great. That was for Dutch, he asked. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, definitely fuck clowns for sure. I'm very bothered by the white clown. Jizz the clown. <laughs> jizz. Where's Matt? <laughs> you know what I mean? Jizz the clown. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Jizz the clown. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, welcome to Talking Paranormal. This show can be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I still, I still want to go to some haunted locations with Matt. And I do think it would be fun if some of our listeners could join us. And I know we've talked about this before, but I just want to talk about it again. So we're trying to figure out a way to earn some funds to make that happen. Um, there are many haunted locations that allow you to do private tours or spend the night, things like that. Matt and I want to do something like that um, and maybe possibly even include a couple of you. Um, so that's definitely in the cards. I wanted to stay at the Conjuring House. Matt really isn't feeling it. And there was another documentary released about a um, an investigation that was there. I started watching it today, but I didn't get through it. So I want to watch the rest of it. Um, looks looks uh, interesting. That location, Matt wants no part of it. But I don't know if if I'm going to go to a place, I want I want to guarantee that something's going to happen. You know, door moves, um, objects move, shadows, voices, things like that. If I see or experience anything like that in a situation like that, then my belief will be cemented and I'll be able to go, yeah, that shit is real as fuck. You know what I mean? Same with Bigfoot. I want to go Bigfoot hunting. Uh, if I hear something, you know, if I hear the Bigfoot howl or if I see tree structures, things like that, that will be validation enough for me. Um, but I'm a skeptical believer. You know what I mean? I experienced three things at this haunted museum, and yet I still can't say for sure what happened. And like I said, I, I could sit here all day and say a ghost choked me and a ghost touched me, and then I saw a, a, a ghost clown. I saw Jizz the Clown, <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. <clears throat> Dutch says he's got 50 bucks for a GoFundMe, but only if we get to see you scream like... If I see something legitimately scary, you will see me scream like a. Like, if something scary happens to me, believe you me, <laughs> um, you guys will uh, laugh about it. I promise. <laughs> Lance doesn't want to go hang out because I provoke shit. I only did, I was only uh, I was in the mood to do it at this Vegas place because I thought it was safe. <laughs> There's so many people around that if shit happened, um, I know if somebody passes out, like they got people there immediately. So and there's cameras everywhere. There's security cameras everywhere. That's part of the reason why the footage that I was able to get wasn't very good because I had to keep the camera hidden. Um, but it is what it is. <laughs> And Josh says it'll send us a hundred bucks on Wednesday. <laughs> Dutch, that would be fun. We're going to an, uh, another car event in Kentucky, and there's some haunted shit around Kentucky, I'll tell you that. Um, 
Yeah. Well, maybe we'll look into some Kentucky locations. I know Matt and I kind of did. But uh, see, Matt, the thing about Matt, and he's not here, so I'm going to talk about him. <laughs> the thing about Matt is he's experienced some fucking crazy shit. You know, so he's not terribly excited to go to some of these locations that are like notorious for demonic shit. You know what I mean? He's a. Uh, He's basically doing it to support me, you know, in my quest for the paranormal. Uh, but uh, I can imagine, like, he, he kind of hit the nail on the head. If some shit goes down, you damn right I'm, I'm hiding behind Big Block. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, definitely ask your buddy from Bowling Green, Dutch, if there's anything good. Um, haunted jails in montana that would be fun yeah i'm open-minded to go to any of these locations um you know i prefer it to be a small group i would never do anything like that by myself um i'm too much of a pussy for that <laughs> but uh minimum i need big block there uh but ideally <laughs> you know um a small group of people would be ideal um because i don't know it's like if there's two people I don't know. That still seems too creepy to me, <laughs> but, uh, and I honestly don't know how I would react if I really experienced something that without a shadow of a doubt, I knew was paranormal. I don't know how I would legitimately react. Um, when I saw that clown, the first thing that came to my head is they're fucking with me and I'm going to catch him in the act. <laughs> like I said, I, it wasn't even a second that I turned that corner and that shit was gone. And all I could see was the tour guide um, walking in front of me that thinking about, let me, I'm going to Google it one more time just to see. Um, let's see here. All white. Clown. I Google jizz the clown, but I'm afraid it won't come up. All white clown at. Damn. I never thought about that. John Wayne Gacy. They had a lot of John Wayne Gacy shit there. Could you imagine if it was John Wayne Gacy? It was, this, the clown was too skinny. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't see anything here. Uh, whoa. Interesting. Let's look at this. So... I just saw an article here. Oh, this is interesting. So this is an article. Let's just read it real quick. See if there's anything good in it. Las Vegas. Unbeknownst to many Las Vegas visitors, a few miles off the Las Vegas Strip sits a haunted and historical artifact museum run by Zach Baggins of Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures. The mansion housing the museum supposedly has been haunted for years. It was built in 1938 and owned by businessman Cyril S. Wengert, and rumor has it dark rituals took place in the basement in the 1970s. Been there. <laughs> According to the tour guide stationed outside the front door, the mansion at one point was turned into a law firm where strange occurrences continued before the place was purchased by Baggins and converted into Zach Baggins' The Haunted Museum. The guide, after we signed a waiver, yeah, you sign waivers, warned us of the dangers that waited inside with guests reporting oddity after oddity. One guest, he claimed, looked into Bella Lugosi's haunted mirror housed inside the museum behind a black curtain, and his eyes began to bleed. At that point, the museum guides allegedly began to light sage. Upon hearing this, I turned to my friends and told them if my eyes began to bleed, I'd like them to call a doctor before pulling out the sage. As a whole, the museum is simply one gimmick after another. True. The journey begins by waiting roughly 45 minutes in line outside as an employee named Angry Joe makes small talk with some of the guests. I did not meet Angry Joe. He's wearing a top hat and eerie music plays, making me feel a little bit like I was standing in line for the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World. Once the tour starts, the Disney-esque feel of the place doesn't go away. In the first room, Zach Baggins has set up an animatronic version of himself housed behind a glass case like the Zoltar machines found in many arcades along many boardwalks. That's true. I forgot about that. It was super corny. <laughs> Once turned on, the animatronic Baggins' eyes light up green, and his voice rings out, telling us 
of the adventure that awaits. The guide that brought us into the room then explains that this is a serious museum with seriously dangerous spirits and demons inside, and if we wish to opt out of any of the rooms, we can. Thus begins the 33-room adventure. The gimmicks don't stop there, though. Zach Baggins, it seems, has employed a number of little people throughout the museum, some in masks and some dressed as clowns, even creating a miniature-sized door for one of them to pop in and out of. The whole thing felt uncomfortable and offensive in many ways, like a callback to the classic freak show in which people's disabilities are put on display in a kitschy manner for the amusement of visitors. Okay. Apparently... Baggins hired little people to dress as clowns. Now, the clown I saw. I don't believe, like, I want to be politically correct here. Little people, they've got like, how can I not be an asshole about this? They've got interestingly shaped heads. This clown that I saw, Jizz the Clown, (laughs) did not have, that I remember, Uh, an oddly shaped head. However, it was about midway up the wall. So it's not too far fetched to think that it could have been a little white midget. (laughs) My God, that sounded so bad. Uh, So Jizz the clown being a little person could have very well. I mean, I was looking for a trap door. I didn't see one. I was looking for a full size door. However, I was looking for breaks in the wall, anything that could be considered a trap door. I didn't see anything even midget sized, little person sized. So now I now I've got questions. Every few rooms had every few rooms had a different guide. And for some of those rooms, those deemed the most dangerous, the guides would ask visitors if they'd like to opt out. That's true. One such room houses Peggy the doll, who is supposedly possessed by an evil demonic spirit. Peggy is encased in a a glass box with a speaker in front of it. The guide would ask Peggy some innocuous questions. They didn't ask any questions to Peggy. And a few muffled sounds came out of the speaker. According to the museum guides, looking into Peggy's eyes could cause you to have a heart attack, as has happened on at least one occasion. Of course, they didn't consider the multitude of other possibilities that that could have led to the heart attack. Cardiac arrhythmia, high blood pressure, stress. Peggy, perhaps, had nothing to do with it true truly though the most disturbing aspect of the tour was the celebrity death rooms baggins as he claims has collected a number of artifacts from dead celebrities such as the chair michael jackson died in along with an old passport belonging to patrick swayze also in that room was a a polaroid picture acquired from one of the officers who was present at the site of actor chris farley's death farley died of a cocaine and morphine overdose and the photograph in extremely poor taste features his dead body the image was sickening, shocking, shocking, and horrifying, which I'm sure was exactly the effect Baggins was going for. But it also shows an utter lack of respect and empathy for the actor, who surely did not want his dead body on display for visitors in a gimmicky haunted artifact museum. All in all, that is pretty fucked up. All in all, I was completely disgusted by Baggins' tactless choice to include the image. Before visiting the museum, I had no idea who Zach Baggins was, and the friend who brought me mentioned that he sometimes popped in to give a tour. Upon arriving, a museum guide said he likely wouldn't be there that day, but to our surprise, in the second-to-last room before the end, Baggins stood before us in a pair of thick-framed Ray-Ban eyeglasses and a black velvet flat-brimmed baseball cap. That would have been awesome. Didn't happen to me. My friend had shown me his photo before our visit, and if not for the signature glasses and flat-brimmed cap, I would not have recognized him. Oddly enough, Baggins, as guide, was the most lackluster part of the tour. He detailed the history of the haunted artifacts quickly in an almost monotone voice, at one point forgetting the word cremated and asking, what's it called? Incinerating the body? (laughs) My friend then had to correct him with the proper terminology. He left quickly, and a few minutes later, while exploring the gift shop, we could hear the loud rev of an engine outside, and someone in our tour group later said, you just missed Zach leaving in his Lamborghini. I wonder if Baggins himself felt the presence of the supernatural that day, which he claims resides at the site. Because he fled and though making an escape, leaving groups of tourists perplexed and in many cases dissatisfied. Wow, I really butchered the last part of that. Okay, so that article is a little bit lackluster, but maybe Jizz the Clown was a midget. Little person. Yeah, interesting. Very, very interesting. Hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. Dutch, you better go with us to some haunted shit in, in Kentucky. That would be fun. Alcatraz would be fun. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I yes I did. <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden on the podcast. But anyways, folks, that's my uh that's my experience at the Haunted Museum. I didn't see Zach Baggins. I may have seen Jizz the Clown, the midget, the midget clown, Jizz the midget clown, <laughs> Jizz the clown, dude. What is this show? What does this show become? <laughs> yes, yes. Bring the bourbon, Dutch. Uh, I may have gotten choked by a spirit, pissed off that I was clowning around. <laughs> um, I had my hand grabbed. And again, possibly saw Jizz the Clown Midget. I That really bothers me now because I'm like, was it a midget? <laughs> like, It did not look like a midget to me, but it was halfway up the wall. And I guess if there was a trap door small enough for a midget, maybe I didn't see it. But I mean, I'm telling you, when I went around that corner, I was looking for a trap door. I was looking for somewhere for someone to hide. Um and that doesn't necessarily mean a full-size door. I was looking for anything. But, uh, you know, I never considered the fact that it could have been a little person. Um, very interesting. Would they have dressed in all white? I guess the only way to tell is to do some more research and find out if, in fact, there are little people dressed in all white as clowns and Zach Baggins, the Haunted Museum. <laughs> Maybe a midget grabbed my hand as well. Maybe. <laughs> it only it only grabbed two fingers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a fun experience. And it's fun to be able to say, hey, something happened to me. Or I saw something. It's fun for me to sit here and tell you guys my experiences. Um. It's also fun that it, that Jizz the Clown might just be a midget. That is such a talking paranormal podcast thing. <laughs> like, if you're new to this show, you'll understand why that is just par for the course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course, <laughs> Jizz the Clown was a midget. Wow. Matt, you're really missing a good one this time. <laughs> uh, I wonder if I'm going to get banned from YouTube for this one. <laughs> Jizz the Clown. I should retitle this episode to Jizz the Clown Scares Chris. <laughs> Jizz the Clown chokes Chris, grabs two fingers of his hand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being stupid. Um, yeah. So those were my experiences at the Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. If you have not been, I suggest you go check it out if you're in Las Vegas. Try to do it sober, but it would probably be fun going through there loaded. Um, I can imagine some people have probably been kicked out of the place. Uh, I wonder how many people have tried to steal shit from that place. Because, I mean, there's cameras everywhere. But, I mean, it, with a little slate of hand, you could put some shit in your pocket. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would never do that. But, uh. I was saying there was some rooms with like books and shit. Um, I think one of the rooms was like Al Capone's room and it had his rug. And there was actually a spot on the rug that looked like it had been burned by a cigar. And he was known to smoke cigars. Um, so there was a lot of books and shit. And I don't know if they were actually from uh, his collection, but that would be kind of cool. Um, oh, <laughs> um, the Bunny Ranch. For those of you that know Dennis Hoff, the famed pimp. Um the bed that he died in, that Lamar Odom overdosed in, allegedly, uh, was there. That was kind of creepy. And they were talking about a stain on the bed. I'm like, all right, then. <laughs> so I guess that kind of uh, goes with Jizz the Clown. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's the end of Talking Paranormal this week, folks. Thanks for joining me. Um Remember, anything's possible. Don't stick your dick in a portal. 
thousand percent maybe i saw jizz the clown and it was a midget thank you for joining me we'll see you next week matt will be back and i think we're talking about lake monsters but i'm definitely gonna have to tell matt about jizz the clown (laughs) we'll see you guys next week that was talking paranormal